questions and letting your life pass you by? Welcome to the Do It On Purpose podcast, where we aim to help you take back the reins on your life. When we first founded Good & Glory Collective, we decided it would be centered around effective communication and intentional living. At the root, intentionality means this, knowing your purpose and doing everything on that purpose. So what are you waiting for? When you set your intentions and come alongside them with a little bit of discipline, you too can live a purpose-filled life with this one simple concept. Whatever you do, do it on purpose. You're listening to the Do It On Purpose podcast with Becky Thomas and Jesse Kacher, episode three. Let's get started. Y'all, we were made for hard work. 2 Thessalonians 3, 6 through 13 gives us a lot of insight into God's heart on hard work. We encourage you guys to check it out in scripture, but we're going to paraphrase it here with the message version, which says, Our orders, backed up by the master, Jesus, are to refuse to have anything to do with those among you who are lazy and refuse to work the way we taught you. Don't permit them to freeload on the rest. We showed you how to pull your weight when we were with you, so get on with it. We didn't sit around on our hands expecting others to take care of us. In fact, we worked our fingers to the bone, up half the night moonlighting, so you wouldn't be burdened with taking care of us. And it wasn't because we didn't have a right to your support, we did. We simply wanted to provide an example of diligence, hoping it would prove contagious. Do you remember the rule we had when we lived with you? If you don't work, you don't eat. And now we're getting reports that a bunch of lazy good-for-nothings are taking advantage of you. This must not be tolerated. We command them to get to work immediately. No excuses, no arguments, and earn their own keep. Friends, don't slack off in doing your duty. So in the words of this paraphrase, we weren't meant to freeload. Why? Well, because it should not be the aim of our heart to benefit at the loss of others. Instead, this scripture encourages us to support ourselves through dedicated, intentional work. In other words, it encourages us to work on purpose. So everybody's meant to work. Sometimes it's paid work, and sometimes it looks like the unpaid job of raising your family. But regardless of what it is that you do, we all have a job at hand. Here's the thing. Sometimes finding purpose in our work can be difficult when the work isn't necessarily enjoyable. But we're here to encourage you with this. Whatever it is that you do, you can learn to do it on purpose, and we want to help you do so. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 11 tells us that those who work their land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies have no sense. So it's good to have dreams and to feel a sense of purpose in your work, but that won't always necessarily be the case. Because dreams without commitment and hard work are really just fantasies. And jumping from thing to thing won't bring sustainment. That's why you have to know your season and know what the purpose in your work is for that season. Working on purpose really can look different in all different seasons of life. For some people, it means that they genuinely find a sense of purpose in their work and they're doing what they love. For other people, that's not necessarily the case, but the purpose in their work is reaching financial goals that have been set. Maybe for some, it means that they're working two jobs that they don't necessarily love solely to provide for their family. Or for the stay-at-home moms out there, it looks like working to raise and train up noble, righteous children. 
So here's the thing. Purposeful work isn't always enjoyable work. Purposeful work is work that has a known purpose and is therefore done on that purpose. So that could look like working a job you dislike in order to put food on your family's table. What's the purpose? To provide for your family. The key to doing purposeful work is understanding the purpose behind what you do, keeping that purpose at the forefront of your mind, and working with everything you have in order to honor that purpose. And while it may not be your dream job to work solely for the purpose of providing for your family, keep your eyes open to how God may be stretching you and growing you in this season for what's next. There are blessings and lessons in every season, and sometimes we're too busy in the mundane to even recognize them. So, okay, for the sake of helping you accomplish working on purpose, we're going to break this goal up into three steps. So the first of those three steps, step one, is to identify the purpose. As we discussed earlier, this can look like many different things. So take a few minutes to pray and ask God to reveal the purpose behind your work. At the core, why do you do the things that you do? Are you working a job you don't love in order to feed and clothe your family? Are you working a job that you genuinely feel a sense of purpose in? Maybe you're working relentlessly at home to raise your children well. Whatever it is, take a minute to identify the purpose behind why you do what you do. Step two is to focus on the purpose and keep it in front of you as a constant reminder, especially when you're discouraged. Habakkuk 2.2 reminds us to write the vision so that he may run who reads it. It makes it easier to work hard when we're constantly reminded of the purpose behind it. So keep the purpose in front of you and read it often so that you can run with it. Okay, so once you've done step one to identify the purpose, and now you've done step two to keep it at the forefront of your mind, step three is to work on purpose. So this is the action step. This is where you get to give it your all. Because even if you don't necessarily enjoy the work itself, if the purpose matters, then the work matters. So give it your all. And work as if you were working unto your purpose, because what you put into your work correlates with the profit that you will see in your purpose. Okay, let's talk about a topic that may be sensitive, but is a biblical truth. Y'all, laziness is a sin. Literally from the beginning of man, God intended us to work. Genesis 2.15 says that the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work and take care of it. And then in Proverbs 18, 9, we are told the one who is lazy in his work is a brother to a vandal. So when did our society decide that laziness is cool? You're probably thinking to yourself right now, well, no one thinks laziness is cool. But when was the last time you saw someone walking around with a t-shirt on that said something along the lines of, I'd rather be in bed or I'd rather be sleeping? And binge watching Netflix has become an epidemic. Don't get me wrong, I'm guilty of this when I get hooked on a show, but as a society, we have started to glorify it. And it's cool to find a get-rich-quick scheme. Let me tell you, there is not a successful person out there who has not worked hard to get where they are. Don't get me wrong, there's a time and a place for rest, and we're going to talk about that in the next podcast, but rest and laziness are not the same thing. And it's time that we stop acting like being lazy is cool. So like Becky just said, we're going to talk more about rest in the next podcast. But just to separate the difference between laziness and rest really quickly, we wanted to share the definition of each with you. So the definition of laziness is the quality of being unwilling to work or use energy, idleness. 
On the contrary, the definition of rest is to cease work or movement in order to relax, refresh oneself, or recover strength. Did you hear the difference there? Laziness is being unwilling to work altogether, whereas rest means to stop the work you are actively doing in order to relax and refresh so that you can regain strength to go back to work. So rest is pleasing to God, and it's something that we were created to need. But laziness, which is very different from rest, is not pleasing to God. So most of us have heard at least a few verses from Proverbs 31. Ladies, maybe you have them quoted on a notebook or a cutesy coffee mug. If you haven't read the entire chapter, we encourage you to do that today. We all like the idea of living by the encouraging verses in this chapter, like, she is worth far more than rubies, and she is clothed in strength and dignity and laughs without fear of the future. But y'all, this Proverbs 31 woman, she worked really hard to be able to laugh without fear of the future. She was up before the sun. She was an investor. She worked with willing hands to provide food and clothing and coverings for her family. She worked really hard to be praised at the city gate. Y'all, if that doesn't make it clear, I don't know what will. Hard work reaps rewards. So no matter what you do or what your purpose is for doing it, work at it with all of your strength. So that sums up the three steps to working on purpose. Identifying the purpose, keeping it before you, and then working hard to honor that purpose. So as you work on purpose, remember who you are working for and where your affirmation comes from. If you're working for man's accolades, you will never feel fulfilled. But if you're working to please the Lord, your sense of purpose will flourish. Let's talk about this month's Think on Purpose. If you haven't already, take some time to identify the purpose behind your work. After you've taken that time, write it down and keep it before you so that you can run on a mission in your work life. So we kind of touched on this earlier, but when you work hard, it's also necessary to take time to rest and play. Join us back here next month for episode four as we talk about how to refuel yourself for your work as you learn to rest and play on purpose. Mm-hmm.